Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is not our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. This is one of our pay-per-view specials. This is our review Hooray. of Revolution 2021. Um, how are you guys both doing? Uh, quick introductions. I am your host, Morg. These are your other hosts. This is... A warrior woman haircut, Matt Strange. <laughs> More on that in a minute. And this is... Willing to defend you from sparklers, Muir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> so how have you both worry, been since yesterday? <laughs> um, I've reshaped my mohawk, and I love it. But the problem is, when you don't have a mohawk in a mohawk, it can either sit in like a little shingo back ponytail, or if you're really lazy and don't do anything, just slides off to one side, which leaves you looking a bit like every stereotypical warrior woman since... Female Since 2010. The female warrior <laughs> protagonist. Yeah. So uh, I might braid one side and do a Lagatha for a night or something. Who knows? <laughs> to be fair, when I'm building characters in computer games, all my female characters that I've built always have that haircut. Break the paradigm. Go for Mohawk. Join me. <laughs> so this might be the first time you've listened to our podcast. Uh, we know the pay-per-views suddenly sometimes is where we get more new listeners so as which Hello. you would need to know that we have a tier list which is how we do our reviews of the individual matches mr strange do you want to do a quick rundown of how the tier list works yeah man i'm on it okay tier list you probably know it from some internet channels and stuff japanese computer games comes from the japanese school system would you believe we work up through letters our lowest rank match which we uh, give out is a d rank match we could we go low when we're being facetious but largely D's as low as we go. D's a shitty match. Maybe it's a squash match. There's no story. The wrestling's bad. Basically, you've had a bad time. You could have probably spent that time making a cup of tea. Moving up from there, we've got C. C is what we expect to be an average match. That means it's good. It doesn't mean it's air. It's good. It's a good match. You've got story going in. Hopefully story coming out. You know where it is in the ring. The wrestling's solid and tight. Sure, maybe it swings a little way. Maybe the story's great, but the wrestling's air. But you give a fuck because of the story. That's what we want. A good experience. C. One up from there, we've got B, the letter I normally miss, which we refer to as match plus one. It's the previous match. Just really good. Really good story. You definitely care. The wrestling is cool and tight and you see a bunch of cool stuff. Sure, you get a little bit of swing either way once again, but once again, we want everything. Story, good wrestling, nice and tight, great experience. Top of the week is normally the A rank match. This should be the best thing you see on a show, possibly the best thing of a week if you watch multiple shows. It's got story going in and out. It's got really tight, good moves. You get to see some shit you've never seen before, some paradigm-breaking moments. All in all, you watch that and you go, yeah, and you talk about it for about a month with your wrestling mates. Just one of those mind-blowing ones. And obviously at the top, we've got S, Super, Segoy. The best match you'll see in a month. Best match you might see in years. You might continuously tell people about uh, Penta versus the Black Lotus triad for, for a decade after it's been on. We want story in and out, or the start of the story, or the conclusion of the story, preferably everything. I want to see shit I've never seen before. I want to send gifts of it to my mates who don't watch wrestling. So that's our tier list. D, shitty. C, good. B, match plus one. A, wicked. And S, watch this, non-wrestling friends. I promise you, wrestling is cool. Look, he did a spinny thing, and he landed on his head. There we go. That's our match, uh, match <laughs> rankings. So um, we move straight on, because this is obviously just a review of Revolution. Uh, 
so uh, I think first, before we go any further, let's discuss the elephant in the room about it's revolution. <laughs> Poor Gilbert, he never gets a good entrance. So, if you've watched Revolution, you will know that at the end, the ring was supposed to explode, and what actually happened was two very small Roman candles um, shot out from the hard camera side. Oh, was it no, four? <laughs> little cartwheel went in the corner it it was the fireworks your dad used to have in the back garden when you were six you say that i'm from a housing estate i'd expect those people to be dead if it was my dad's fireworks (laughs) um yeah the the internet has not been kind (laughs) to aw on this um yeah no We'll get into this in a bit. Well, the end in like an hour or so. Well, great, said, great moment ruined by shitty, shitty, a, a technical error, probably. They should it have. was a technical error, it's been released, but the um, pirate didn't go off. How edgy am I allowed to be on a mainstream one? Whatever. Be as edgy as always. We are always an explicit, uncensored, um, unedited podcast. You got the pyro's guy who scared Cody's dog. I'm just saying. I mean, he knew <laughs> how to scare a dog. It's not their fault uh, that Cody stole all the fireworks for his entrance. I'll go into two things over this. Uh, yeah. The first one was immediately uh, afterwards, and they should have kept the cameras on, or it should have been released by now. Mox sat up, was given a live mic, and said, uh, Kenny Omega might be a tough son of a bitch, but he can't make an exploding ring for shit. Which is good, and would have really worked if Eddie wasn't still selling it if like he Eddie was wasn't dead. Still exploded in the corner, yeah. If he comes out with the reason of I was just really embarrassed and pretended I'm dead, I'll accept that. Yes, <laughs> mate. It was so embarrassing. I just lay there and didn't move. Just don't talk to me about it. Just refuses <laughs> to acknowledge it. Be the um, best way of doing that. And my other favourite response, um, I often give. I'm renowned for saying any old WWE star gets one shot at AEW. I don't mind a bit of the shitlord wars between the promotions. Uh, last night, in the something to do with Randy Orton and The Fiend, I'm not up to date with the story, a bunch of flames went off in the corners of all the uh, ring posts, except for one, and they tweeted it today with, look at that explosion. And I was like, oh, lads, good work. It's <laughs> um... been due a ribbing back. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has been likened to Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. Um, Hell in a Cell. That's a bit unfair. <laughs> um, yeah, that entire match was bad and ended badly. Yeah, this uh, it, it was it was not good, unfortunately. But that's I, I would say that's the down point of on the whole a f- pretty strong pay per view. Uh, shall we move into our review? Do you have anything else you want to say about the uh, the explosions? Um, I could make <laughs> Eddie in a fireworks match. <laughs> oh my god, my science volcano! Somebody just threw a cup of baking soda into a pint of vinegar. <laughs> now nah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's carry on. Okay, so uh, open up with the buy-in. Um, lots of promos, uh, but the important thing about the buy-in was Britt Baker with a surprise um, entrant. Uh, we certainly marked Uh, she comes out says that Rebel um, is not cleared to wrestle and therefore she has a surprise to join her 
I was um, I was expecting it to be. I, I realized at the time it couldn't be Nyla Rose because yeah. and i was wondering whether it was going to be swole after the, the the possible heel turn on dark but no uh the titantron flew up the big screen threw up and i was like that looks like a skull who's got a hard skull and i was right it was maki ito um who came out to be a Britt Baker's partner versus Thunder Rosa and Rio. Uh, Britt wins after Rebel hits uh, Rosa with a crutch. What did you guys think of the match? Did you give it a score? What score did you give it? Shockingly, most of my notes are about Maki Ito. Um, she's not the greatest. There's a quote from Max Landis's video, uh, Wrestling is a Wrestling, which is you don't have to be the greatest wrestler if you've got a weird enough face and a big enough heart, you can go to the ends of this industry. Pretend, uh, Yeah. Um, uh, I do. I do have criticisms. There were too many yen in this ring to begin with. We get a nice solid wrestling star between Rio and Britt. Those two were really good together. And I've as judgmental as I was of Rio in the past. She's uh, really sort of diversified her style. She doesn't feel quite so light anymore. Uh, and then Mackie came out against Rosa, and Rosa fucking loved it. Her fucking facial expressions, selling everything, the finger, the crying spot, everything. We got the Kakeshi. She's got the best Kakeshi in the industry. Sorry, Honma. Mate, it's so good. Just the way she falls sideways. It looks like gravity's not properly affecting her, and she just goes down. It, it's perfect. Um, I, d- I did. The only bit of, like... Uh, I got in this match was uh, Rio versus Maki seemed a shade off and I don't know if it's because it's stardom versus TJP dub or if Rio just doesn't like Maki because Rio's sort of the Hogan of She's jo- very Hogan-y. Um, I would go that it's Rio not liking Maki would be your right. issue here mate because she's Rio so works over. loads of different companies not just stardom so yeah yeah fair and Maki is this new rising shitlord basically and that had a few slips on the other hand when Mackie hit rio with that face slam roll through into crab counter that is a ace move and we got the headbutt spot i love her baseball winds up on them uh and then and then she won well she didn't she didn't get the pin but she won (laughs) Mackie never wins never so as much as it was a bit clumsy in places, and it was obviously a sort of thrown-together match, I had a fucking great time. I got excited because Mackie's actually there. The comedy kept me entertained. And normally we shit-talk the... Uh, pre-show. Get pre-show quite a bit. I gave this a B. I had a great time. Match yeah, was one for me. <laughs> uh, the only downside I had for it is put Mackie's music louder and put her live mic lower because it's a bit unfair expecting a wrestler to sing their entire theme song even if they are an idol yeah but, I'm with you other than go that, for the Tai Chi miming method yes it's mate fine. Uh, but yeah other than that this was really good I really was happy to see Mackie there I was hoping they were going to do something like that and bring some more in while they were bringing in Rio so yeah it was good uh, yeah, I gave it a B. Uh, B, B, B minus, um, but still gave it a B. It, this was yeah, great. I'm, I'm I, I really enjoyed this match and popped like hell when Maki Ito came out. Um, I, I still stand by my she might be a heel 
but she's not going to get a heel reaction ever. And not and she, not to Western fans. To Western fans, she is just never had a heel reaction. Has she not? Even, yeah, everyone's no, in on it. She is a she's shit. like Naito. Yeah, she's like Naito. Naito spits on people, slaps them, winds them up. Is a complete prick, and the crowd well, fucking love him. Yeah, true assholes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, I was really really enjoyed that match. On to the main show. Um, Jr. Shivoni and Excalibur on commentary. Um, we opened with Jericho and MJF um, with Wardlow versus the Young Bucks. Bucks win with the Meltzer driver. Uh, this is for the Tag Team Championship. What did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? It was definitely a Bucks match. Definitely a Bucks match. I quite liked a lot of stuff in this. Like, I really like the fact they opened with those diving fucking double punches. You know, they, they were aggressive. Really aggressive, and it was mirrored for like the first couple of minutes, and it almost overstepped my mirrored line. I was like, they're mirroring this a bit, then it stopped. So um, I let that go. We got a bunch of cool moments, obviously. Jericho springboard drop kick over the ropes to knock, I think it was Nick off the apron. No, I forget who. That was cool. That is one of my Uh, favorite Jericho moves. I've always loved that move. Yeah, no, it's great. And seeing him do it to the outside, like a 90 degree angle properly into the hard cam was great. Uh, I really liked uh, Matt's faked uh, super kick into a DDT on MJF. It's, they do so many super kicks. It's nice to see them fuck about with it. Yeah. Uh, we got we got a back rake, which always pops me from MJF. Big fan of the back rake, even though uh, JR shit on it with that ones. Uh, the, if I have a criticism, in fact, I'll have two criticisms, but we'll get to them. Um Bored of seeing Nick's same combo every time he came in the ring. I complained about this with Luchasaurus a while back. Comes in, punch one punch guy, punch one guy, punch the other guy, get the other one a headlock, run and do a DDT bulldog there. He does it on every hot tag, and he's really good at it, and he's a really good wrestler. Mixed it up a bit. Uh, but we did get a full MJF rock cell from that with him properly rolling onto his head. And if you can do a rock cell, and with do me. A rock cell. <laughs> Jericho pulled off a really smooth counter on the Meltzer Driver tombstone bit, like properly whoop over into the... Uh... Code breaker. Yeah, oh, code exactly. Breaker. Yeah, sorry. And then he did a lion yeah. tamer from it as well. Yeah. We had a lot of good shenanigans, a load of cool counters and backs and forwards. Uh, the super kicks on the lion salt were beautifully timed. And just a really, really good smooth. It's what we expect from the books. And we know Jericho's, you know, able to work with anyone. But I hate the Meltzer driver. I fucking I hate, it hate it so much. Why can't it. they use more bang for your buck? It's such a good the, finisher. There's all more Doomsday devices, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That, yeah. that being said, we had story going in, we had story coming out, we had really good wrestling, a lot of cool high spots, I still gave it a B. It's a B match from me as well. It's, you know, it's solid boxing and it's solid MGFing, but it wasn't anything to, you know, break the paradigm or anything like that. Uh, B from me, straight flat B from me. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was match plus one. It was a good bucks match. What what I would expect. Uh, don't think I have anything else to add. So moving on from that, we moved on to the casino tag team royale. Right. <laughs> I haven't done I haven't done the individual deletions, but I have done the teams. So natural nightmares versus five and ten versus proud and powerful versus Matt and Mike Seidel versus the OG Dark Order versus Gun Club versus Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Benoni versus Varsity Blondes, Bear Country, Jurassic Express, Butchered Blade, Private Party, SCU, Fenix and Pack, Beaver Boys, 
and Death Triangle win. What did you guys think of the match and what score did you give it? Uh, this one was my only incorrect prediction, wasn't it? Um, I think so. I think so. I... Boom. Uh, right, okay. Uh, a lot of notes on this match, obviously. we it, It's a fucking clusterfuck. It uh, is. As we get. We get a nice little start with the Nightmare People putting 15 over. Um, and I can be very judgmental of Dustin, because uh, he did then stop putting them over as much. But we got a bunch of, especially once Proud and the Powerful came in, we got a bunch of really cool sequences between 15 Nightmare People and them. Grayson's just fucking phenomenal. We say this every time. That boy is um, is just one of the best. And he, I think they deserve to be higher up because how great Grayson is. Ooh, they're all great, but the Dark Order teamwork especially works really well. Of course, we get the guns who were my vote. They're fucking banger of a theme tune coming in. Uh, and then just instantly going into Avalon. And Avalon, he, he's wonderful as well. We started getting a bit buried in people at this bit. And I was a bit like, there's a few people sitting down, a bit clusterfucky. But then the guns both hit consecutive fame assers. And I will always pop for a fame asser. Then the guns were knocked out by QT. Dustin got mad at QT and QT did a face turn and turned on Dustin. Lad. Go on, go on QT. <laughs> ready for his match with Fuego tonight. Um. Then we're uh, things move on. I can't talk about every team coming in. I've just got my higher spots. Bear Bolden, Bear Boulder holding Griff Garrison and Uno for a slam. Mate. Jesus. Uh, as much as this was cool, there was a uh, a lot of people hanging about. We did have a lot of entertainment, but as an entertainer, I am every now and then I can't help but look at like a couple of people and you know kneeling down in the corner and go they could have just been knocked out by now you know yes, they could have been there was a lot of they should have just been knocked out a bit earlier in this match yeah uh the jungle boy flipped santana out of the ring in one of the coolest ways i've ever seen phoenix's jump bounce flip take out roll phoenix thing on christopher daniels to take him out was wicked obviously death triangle are in now um, the backflip throw on Kip from Park. The boys came in and they fucking cleared house and it was wicked. We got a brilliant run between Silver, Park, you know, the, the Dwarven, uh, Dwarven as in fantasy dwarves before I seem offensive. Beards, mining, gold, that sort of shit. That, that, don't, don't threaten the Dwarven King, Silver. You're not there yet. You're a Dwarven prince. Uh, the fame. The fame. Phoenix and Jungle Boy was magical. That's my right. my comment on that. Yes. And the Phoenix dive through the middle rope, over the barrier, through Jungle Boy. He wasn't over uh, that barrier. He was onto it, mate. That was a yeah. painful drop. He didn't stop, though, did he? No, uh, he fucking didn't. It had the correct winner in my mind. As much as I assumed we were going to build to a Guns win so the, jung uh, the Bucks could have one of their matches where they put over a younger rising talent. Uh, correct winner. This was fucking wicked. Even with the uh, slow moments. I gave it a high B for Raw Entertainment. This was a clusterfuck. It was enjoyable <laughs> enough, though. Like, there was bits where there was loads of people just laying around. I also laughed that nobody wanted to wrestle Dustin at one point. He kept trying to join oh, in yeah. other people's fights, and nobody wanted to wrestle him, which just made me laugh. And Ted just kept coming over, like, pity wrestling him. Um, yeah, it was solid. I, I gave it a middle and ground B, but it, 
what it needed was consistent people being removed from that ring. And it just got to some bits where there was like 15 people in the ring and it was like, come on, guys. You could have removed a few more of you. But yeah, it was solid enough. And I'm glad to see Pac and Phoenix go forward because the flippiness of the Young Bucks versus them will be ridiculous. Can't have flip Phoenix. No. Um, One more. So this was probably my match of the night. I think this got my highest grade of the night for me. Um, it was, um, I gave it a high B. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I like a Royal Rumble and I, um, they do a lot of these tag team battle Royals. And I was concerned. Was like, oh, is this going to be the same as the last one? And the last one was good. Normally I'm not a fan of a straight battle Royal. I like a Royal Rumble. So I liked it with the teams coming down. The it count, made a lot more sense. The countdown made it interesting because it actually was 90 minutes. It wasn't like the Royal Rumble where it's every two minutes. Well, that's two minutes. They could, feel like. could be. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's when his storyline acceptable um so it was every minute and a half or and yeah i so yeah i really enjoyed this match i loved the the qt bit was interesting uh again we've got a lot of nice stories coming out of this now uh butcher and the blade and bear country um qt the 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 downfall of the nightmare people uh and then possibly fenix versus jungle boy in the future please please tony yeah Please, can we have that? It will be really Fix this good. Is everyone, we, we, we won't discuss the sparklers at the end again. If you if you give <laughs> us that, <laughs> um, yes. Um, so, moving on from that, we had the Paul White backstage interview. Any comments? He gets the scoops, except when he doesn't announce them. Skip on. <laughs> yes. I believe this was an announcement for an announcement of an announcement. But you know how I feel about these. I hate them. I'm not ranking it. It's going off the scale. Yeah. But um, here. Eek. Um, so then it was Rio Mizunami versus Shida, the women's championship match. Shida wins with the corkscrew knee strike. Um, I'll leave it there. We'll discuss what happens afterwards. Uh, after, what did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, this is where I noticed it was the event of failed kip-ups, uh, if I'm honest. <laughs> People don't do well in kip-upping in this uh, in this pay-per-view. And when Thank Shida you. failed her kip-up, Rio laughed at it. Uh, I loved I, I think, it. <laughs> I think we all know how much... Uh, if you don't, if you've never listened to us before, I fucking love Rio Mizunami. I think she's great. Girl Carter, flair, hybrid, wicked, more of her. They had a lot of fun in this match. You could see from the fact they were both fucking smiling and laughing throughout it. And it didn't hurt it for me. I know some people can judge that, but it just gave me a little inner smile, shall we say. Really, really smooth and solid pretty much all the way through. Uh, up until the ends where my criticism come, but we'll get there. Shida casually pulled off Trent's finisher, the crunchy, just out of nowhere. Everybody got to look really strong in this. We got a bunch of really cool back and forth sequences. Shida pulled off an eye poke. Even Joshi though I think wrestling. every Joshi wrestling, you just eye poke isn't a heel move in Joshi. No, wrestling. it ain't. Look at you. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I've got very few notes because I just sort of enjoyed it, and I've been sort of excited by this Rio push for you know the last four weeks or whatever it's been. But then something went wrong in that, like, one penultimate slam, and they were both looking a bit tired. I think they just fucking went for it. And I found the finisher Enziguri thing a little underwhelming for me. 
But all in all, great story going in. We're going to have more of it coming out. A really good match. Conclusion to a story. We had extra backstory thrown in from the Ryoshida. I gave it a B again. I, I had a good time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing with a lot of my rankings here. <laughs> uh, I gave this my match of the night. I thought it was great. Aside from like the last two finishing moves where they're obviously just too tired and they should have ended it like a minute before. But yeah, this was great. I really enjoyed this. This was proper two strong style Joshis just beating the shit out of each other and having fun doing it. Yeah, this was a really good match and I recommend it. I gave it a low A because I just disregarded the last bit. I was just like, yeah, they fucked it up. But you know, compared to the normal matches we get from AEW women, this is fucking fantastic. I'm giving it an A. Or give the decider. I'm afraid it's a B. (laughs) um yeah i again though thoroughly enjoyed this um i i love women's wrestling watching these two just beat the hell out of each other with such strong style um uh, strikes going back and forth uh i I loved the the whole back and forth of the match uh again I, i agree with you i think that that ending was a little underwhelming one of the problems is i think it's because they did the kick out of each other's finishes so much um in the match that uh, the, the, they <laughs> yeah. they ended with i mean yeah it was a cool it was a cool finish but yeah it was just a little bit of a from out of nowhere finish but yeah thoroughly enjoyed this and then following on from this uh nyla rose attacks both of them then brit and makito and rebel join in the beat down thunder rosa for the save um i enjoyed that as a nice little finish off hopefully setting up some bits and pieces they're um, trying to redraw the face heel lines again. And, uh, we yeah. had that for a pay-per-view like last year, the one which ended with I think Brit had Euchre or Statlander in the mouth grab thingy, and no, they, they drew a really big, clear fucking line between the faces and heels. And went ah, women's plot. Then everybody got injured, and it all stopped. Yeah. So yeah, it's really so nice to see that. Again. And we've got a match on Wednesday, which is Rebel is apparently still injured or out. I don't know if that's kayfabe or not. Which will be. Uh, the heels versus the faces. Nyla, Britt, and Maki versus Rio, Shida, and Rosa. So that should be fucking cool. Should be fun. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, which Rio? Uh, but, but Rio, not Riho. <laughs> right. So Rio Mizunami. Girl Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, awesome. I, my missus speaks Japanese, doesn't she? She. So I've had to like specifically learn the different intonations between um, very Rio. similar were names yeah. yeah exactly what is nice to see is they haven't just got makito and rio over on short term looks like we've got with that we're getting mm-hmm. what we were originally getting i know that maki's booked for a show on the 27th so mm, debatable how long we've now, got pro- before unfortunately but we'll get them for a few shows hopefully and then they'll come back Maki will definitely come back. She loves America and American wrestling. Um, So Uh, moving on from that, uh, Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope versus Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Miro wins with the game over. Uh, Score, what do you think of the match? What scores did you give it? Right. I I really like this as sort of a story build moment. And as we're all aware, I'm a really big best friends, Mark. I fucking love uh, Chucky, Trent, Orange Cassidy. I like the outside start to the match and the beating on the way down. And then Chuck going ring the damn bell when he's got the mic. I thought that was fucking cool. Uh, Chuck bleeding. 
uh, although it was probably sort of semi-intentional, made it look a lot more brutal than it was. I'm going to have to build this one up, aren't I, before everybody else yeah, shits, on, uh, shits on it. <laughs> uh, everything in this ring was well-timed and well-done. Uh, we got to see the Orange Cassidy kicks, and we've not actually seen those in a few, uh, you know, in a good few matches. Uh, and uh, they've all got good together. The, the actual, like, selling... I mean, okay, a couple of Orange Cassidy's punches... Miro didn't quite get all of it, shall we say. <laughs> but other than all, they'd got good together. Uh, and then Chuck tapped. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Chuck should have tapped. Even if you were going to keep him losing, I don't think he should have tapped out again. But we got the build-up of the fact that Miro just fucking leathered Penelope. And then we're just told Kip to get back in the ring. You know, he doesn't give a shit as long as he's a winner. He's a bad winner. Uh, so I don't feel I can give this a D because we did get a lot of story building and such. I think the wrong people won. I think they could have done a lot more with those battered assault outside the ring and coming back. Should have had a card to come out to save them if Trent's still injured. But I'm still giving it a C. I think from the overall story moment, it's going to build and lead to a lot. And it was clean. Just It's just not what I wanted. <laughs> I think Go it's on. crawling with its guts hanging out over to the sea side of this match, you know, instead of a D. Just get over that line. Uh, yeah, this did very little for me, and I think it was a waste of time on a pay-per-view. This could have been just, you know, a normal show match, as far as I'm concerned. Didn't really do much for me. They were okay together, yeah, fair, but and then there was no conclusion to the story either from the pay-per-view. It just sort of now that they're going to carry it on. So I'm just not that interested. And it's a C. It was an all right match, but nothing that exciting. All right, Morg, you like Miro. I like the best friends. Whose side are you on? <laughs> uh, C slash D. Uh, it was a low C. It was, it was all right. Um, unfortunately, uh, you look at the storylines we've had running. Um, We've had yeah. the storyline that has gone on forever. More on that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, this storyline yeah. is going on. And the problem with this storyline is it feels it is building up to Trent's return. And we know Trent's not back for ages. Not back uh, for a decade. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my worry. And if you remember the Peter Avalon, Brandon Cutler storyline, that was the best storyline we had going on. Uh, we've got Correct. Um, we've got the, the Hangman storyline, which has been the best long-term booking I think I have ever seen. Um this is a dark story, as yeah, in, yeah, and I don't mean dark as in, oh, oh, th- you know, this, dark themes. No, yeah. it's a dark story, as in, it should be on dark or a yeah. lower show. It should, it should have finished on dynamite. Yes, I, I completely agree with you. I don't think this was a pay per view quality match, and no. we're not seeing out of Miro the things that everybody loved from Rusev. You know, just to be honest, just I don't know what those are, so I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah, look like a beast. That's that's the problem, and it that it wasn't Rusev being a beast that got him over. That that got him to where everyone was like, "We love Russo, Rusev." Sorry, uh, we all love Russo. Don't we? Uh, we love um, Russo. <laughs> it was the um, it was the bits when they wanted him to turn face when he was being a dorky a dorky heel. So yeah. Low C. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Jericho MJF backstage interview. Very quick. I don't have anything to say about it. Do you uh, guys? Story build. MJF betrayal. taking over. Yeah. Obvious betrayal. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, actually yes. 
Go on. our uh, review of the week yesterday, I did say I'm getting a little bit bored of Inner Circle spend 15 minutes with a in podium the in the middle of the ring. So, But that it could be really good, and the MJF manipulation stuff as a fan of social engineering and stuff has been really cool to watch. So I'm not going to overly judge it, but yeah, let's see what happens uh, tomorrow. Yes, I, I had actually not made comment about it. Um, need to remember it was MJF's little bit of, yes, I think we do need to talk about changes in the Inner Circle. And exactly. yeah, um, so uh, moving on from that, we had Matt Hardy versus Hangman in the big money match. Hangman wins with the Buckshot Lariat. Thoughts on the match and scores? I've got very little written on this. Uh, I do have the original Hangman comment from his promo, though, of money grabbing carny son of a bitch asshole, which made me laugh. Yes, uh, right. This match had our first successful kip up. That was nice. Bless Hangman. Bless Hangman. Um, yeah, no, this was all right, but it, we had limb work. We had our first successful kip-up. Uh, the steps on hands moment from Matt Hardy was really cool. And Hagman is the best actor in AEW. He could be a real actor, and his hand selling was great. Solid, but it didn't feel special at all. And I, 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 I'm sorry, Matt Hardy. I tend to say this by a few of your matches. The, obviously, the Dark Order moment was great. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Lovely end, great story, but the match was only okay. Gave it a B through story work because I'm really enjoying, enjoying you know, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't say the match blew my mind, if I'm honest. Especially not for apparently like a million dollars. Well, we'll see more about that later. Um, yeah, this. Mm... This storyline has been great. Don't get me wrong here. And I love this storyline and they need to keep building it. But this match was not pay-per-view quality again. I think this was a solid low B. And I'm just glad that it's carrying on. I'm glad that they're keeping the story moving forward. But yeah, I've got not much to say about this. I did not enjoy this match very much. And I like the Hangman a lot. So, you know. Org. It was a high C for me. Oh, it was we're just all a on C. Sort of the same page. Aren't we all we? know what we're doing. Here. Yeah. Um, I, I, for me, the wrong person won. I think the better storyline was Matt winning. Was yeah. Matt no, winning I, I, and more? I can't see Hangman lose again. I am bored of watching the, Hangman the, well, and the, lose. In a way, they booked themselves into a corner here because. Hangman is on a winning streak, and I think that winning streak has to keep going on until he kicks out of the one-winged angel. Um, you can't, you can't. And yeah. and unfortunately, but I think the correct storyline was for Matt to win, Hangman to be knocked down. But he's got that buffer of the Dark Order boys around him, Somebody so he doesn't. So he doesn't yeah. drop. Um, and th now it does look like they've kind of fixed that with BTE. More on that next week. Mm. <laughs> so they might have actually saved themselves by Dark Order silly shenanigans. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was um, high C for it. Um, like I said, Matt just needs to go out there and do Matt Hardy greatest hits. I'm also wondering whether this is the fact Matt Hardy's got a new character in mind and this has all just been a build up to a new variation on Broken Matt that isn't Broken I Matt. I'm sorry, I just don't need to see Matt Hardy anymore in the ring. I just don't. I, I'm, I'm getting bored of him. him. I'm needs... happy for him to be a character. I enjoy Matt Hardy, but get him out the ring. Like I say, it's just Matt Hardy greatest hits. Um, 
so we move on from that to Cody versus Penta versus Scorpio Sky versus Matt Caster versus Lance Archer with the mystery guest Ethan Page is the surprise entrant to the match. Uh, this is the face of the revolution ladder match. Scorpio Sky wins. What did you guys think of the match? What did you think of the surprise entrant and what score did you give it? Right, I'll, I'll cover the Ethan Page thing first, as I was, uh, I think I'm probably the only person who was aware of Ethan Page more than Mostly, possibly. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm the random indie guy. And I thought it was Ethan story. Carter. <laughs> So did Ruth. Uh, somebody in the house said, uh, oh, it's uh, EC3. And then Ruth was like, who's EC3? And I was like, and I was like who? who? EC3? Who? EC3? And after a while, I was like shouting. And then I was like, it's not even him. It's Ethan yeah. Page, Karate Man. Should have been Karate Man. Um, as much as that may seem underwhelming to people, and he does look a bit generic wrestler, he's got he a is. great presence. And he was one of the best wrestlers in this match uh, for actual like raw moments. Yeah, this- this match was a clumsy and awkward match. Had a lot of good Very. spots. Um, I'm going to give props to Lance coming out decking Brandos again. I love that. I love the uh, Suzuki gun nod from him. Uh, straight into a clusterfuck start. Um, yeah, Ethan Page was the most over with me in this match. We had a few cool moments. Scorpio, uh, uh, the fucking being thrown by Lance a bunch of times. Um, uh yeah, he did a huge ladder, Lance, uh, throw on him. We had a blackout onto a ladder. Uh, Lance basically looked the best in this. Like when he climbed the chair and Ethan uh, hit him and he just sort of turned around and oh, got wait. back down. Yeah. Uh, Penta super kicked Jake and then he had to have a sit down for a while. Um, Penta wasn't on the top of his game, in it my was opinion. Not great. I'm guessing he's coming, still coming back from injury and not 100%. The ladder guess. slams um, from uh, Ethan onto Lance, which would look brutal if the ladder was folding properly. It, it was just a bit clumsy and awkward with a strange pacing. And because Scorpio Sky had talked to him about himself for a solid hour on the previous uh, episode of AEW, I knew he was going to win. So uh, there's no that, suspense. Yeah, he got that Sonic ring. Then we had to focus on on Cody for a bit off to the side of the ring as he powered back up. Um, not sure what that was about. It's a very Cody match. A tunnel, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very Cody match. I only gave it a C. I, I wasn't really sold on the story build. I wasn't really sold on focusing on Cody when you had a bunch of other rising people. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't. It was so. Yeah, I was entertained. It was a C rank match. A lot of cool things happen. I'm a little bit disappointed for uh, Ethan Page that nobody knows who he is. A few people looked really cool. I'm glad my boy was back. It's a C, but an air C from me. Gosh. Um. Yeah. This wasn't great good spots had a lot of good brutal spots in this but uh i don't know i hate retreading and scorpio sky already went for the belt quite recently for the tnt i know that it's changed hands and they're obviously giving it to him now but um yeah just not interested in this i'd like to have seen anybody else win it but scorpio sky apart from cody any of those guys would be more interesting to me. And yeah, it's just not that great. I gave it a low C myself. I 
did not enjoy how botchy and awkward this match was. I don't care about botches in ladder matches. I love a ladder match. I love a multi-man ladder match. I gave it a B. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Um, oh no! Yes, <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was a bit of a mess. Um, but I, I think I was think, a mess. But I you think, still enjoyed it. I'm fine with that. Mark. Yeah. Um, I, I think the the problem is is it's a ladder match, and I kind of it's ingrained in me that ladder matches are going to be a bit of a mess. So, um, and I think I just enjoy them from what they are. I, I think I was also slightly the WWE um, dig with it being the brass ring that they were grabbing. Oh, that was great. That's I, a brilliant part. I do think it's too early for um for scorpion sky to win this if he's going to go on and win i think penta would have been the better option for he's darby won allen loads of matches on dark he's won um, loads of matches on dark i, I think penta would loss have... record is big but this this overcuts your win loss record this, this is yeah. where, this yeah. is one of the problems um and then scorpio sky could have had his moment of being whingy about it which would have fueled more to his heel turn could have gone on about how he was the best how he had all these wins losses i think penta would have been a better guy to have a brutal match for derby to overcome i think it's too early for derby because all derby has done is fought team taz over this belt he hasn't had a bunch of you know, and now he's going to lose it. And now he's going to lose it. And yeah. as he was the guy you've been building up to be the face of this of this under of this mid card division, I think you needed to give him some more opponents. Um, oh, 100%, mate. Yeah, I don't think Lance should be in the TNT title run. I think Lance Just, should be. He's big man, big man smash. No need title smash. Uh, <laughs> no, where Lance needs to be, very much so. He's in the main event title at the minute. And stop fucking about with it. You've been doing a face turn with him. He's the perfect person for Kenny to go. I don't care. I can face anyone. I'm not. Everybody dies hits. Kenny does the Vince McMahon gulp. You watch Don Callis shit himself. And then we have Gallows versus Lance for a bit. Sorry, Lance. Lance's next feud is with Jade Cargill because Jade Cargill's feud was solely uh, with Cody solely because he said he was the giant slayer and because she doesn't understand metaphor, she got a giant. <laughs> so she's going to hear Lance say everybody dies and she's going to go, well, me and Shaq aren't dead. What do you mean? <laughs> and that's his next feud. So, yeah, um, I still enjoyed the match. I'm a bit underwhelmed with who won. And I don't think yeah. it was right to do that yet. And I think that um, I'm almost talking myself down to saying this was a C, you know. Yeah. <laughs> already written a C down more. Yeah, right. but I think I think I think I'm I think I'm, I'm coming online with you guys, but for different yeah, reasons. I'm, I'm sorry. This, it's just like the I feel like they're badly booking the TNT title as soon as it's gone off Cody. They gave it a strong start, and now it's just sort of floundering because of that fucking Taz story. Taking up all the time. Hopefully, hopefully that's dead. Uh, Moving on from there, then. So we had the surprise um, signing. Uh, Lights go out. Countdown. It was a surprise to the internet that doesn't read 4chan. (laughs) (laughs) This has been. Now this has created masses of amount of hype on the general internet, Um, YouTube. Uh, etc which is where I, I go get a lot of my internet my wrestling news um through that uh this has created lots of hype been very into and then it was christian cage um a lot of people have said this is underwhelming for the amount of hype that Correct. was built up um 
he's a good wrestler, but yeah, no, I, I get it. I assume like me, Morg, you watched during the height of TNA. I, I watched during the height of Edge and Christian. So yeah, but that that was long, long ago. Nobody under the age of like <laughs> how old am I? Thirty-seven. No, no, yeah, nobody under the age of thirty remembers those periods. He's just Edge's mate who occasionally comes back for a little arc with him and they're happy to see each other. That's the problem. Christian is a really good wrestler who is Hall of Fame worthy, who is a great talent, who is great on the mic. But he also deserves to have a blue dot put in front of his face, apparently. <laughs> well, the other problem is you had Captain Charisma. Yeah. Not say anything. Not say anything. <laughs> Genius. If this was Big Show scoop that nobody else gets to say, why did Christian do it himself? Yeah, why did Big Show come out? <laughs> oh, I've got a scoop. What is it, Big Show? I'm sorry. Oh, you're... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to fucking say it, and you can all get in the fucking bin, but this level of fucking hype, there was one fucking name for that level of hype. And it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> that was Black one of the people. Right. That, with the amount of people that were throwing up middle fingers to everybody, do you know what? I actually said to the Raptor, is Austin there signing? Hey, I'd have fucking lost my shit. He's my favourite wrestler done. of all time. Yes, you would. Sorry. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that... you would. John Cena, I, and I know, I know. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm heading down one route. Even Brock Lesnar, yeah. the obvious one for the amount of hype punk. they've put yeah. is Punk. But you don't bring Punk, and you've got, you've actually got a crowd, so it's worth it because the pot and the internet would have melted down. And, and I'm sorry, 4chan, you can get in the fucking bin. You lot would fucking cream yourselves and wank off into a bath to be able to mow CM Punk's lawn. Yes, they fucking would. They are wrestling. They are, tr they are true wrestling marks. They would all, they're the same people that would wank off just so they could mow Vince McMahon's lawn. As much as they want to say they don't like Punk, Punk would melt the fucking internet down if he came he back. Would. But he also said it 100% wasn't him. Yeah, and this that. is the thing. He did. <laughs> and sadly, you're, you're not on the internet as much as me, Morg. You're not aware of how much, uh, how much the divide between WWE and AEW was split up on the internet. One yeah. side fucking hates Punk now, or CM Phil, as he is known. But it would have been the best move. Don't get me wrong. He would blow fucking no. dimes oh. into the air. Yeah, yeah. He would make fucking... I'm not disagreeging with you, but... But this is... I'm sorry, if Punk guys. came out, I wouldn't be excited because I no. didn't watch his era. So I'd be like, yeah. Well, it's, it's nice. It's, it's CM Punk. He I'm fights just like saying, <laughs> the most exciting person that came out last night was, was Makito. It was. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's who should have come out for that big signing. She's not oh, a Hall of Famer, as much as I Do you know yet. what? I don't think that that bit would have mattered. I think the no. internet would have been like, oh, fair play, you got us, but we like your style. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. It would have gone over better than Christian, I think, um, and, all jokes aside. And I think the problem with Christian good. is, you <laughs> mentioned the TNA run. This is just like the TNA run, where TNA went through the phase of, we sign an ex-WWE guy, and we put them in the main event, and we prove why they weren't the main event in WWE. I mean, AEW is, is sliding from being... So it, it's TNA2. It is TNA2 um, now, boys. I'm sorry. So, uh, once again, I, I often think of people in different promotions from where they made their career. Yeah. I think of Christian as a TNA guy. 100%. Which, could, 
could arguably be worse than being thought of as a WWE guy, but here we are. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, <sighs> the things I defended are slipping back. Um, Big is a WWE guy, and he's originally a Dubsy Dub guy, but he's a WWE guy. That's where he was made, you know. Yeah, that's how I think about wrestlers. So, what score do we give the? Um... The, I give the it a blue dot over a face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to ask for my favourite Morg soundbite. Yeah, no, that's the best one. It's all right. Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was a C. Um, Christian, so, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, they won't. They'll, they'll put him in the right position, like they have with Matt Hardy, and he will be fucking phenomenal, and we'll be singing his praises next year. Oh, I hope so, mate. I hope yeah. so. Let's let's hope they do. So Taz joins commentary. It is time for Sting and Arby Allen versus Cage and Starks in a street fight. Twelve thousand years in the making. <laughs> um, it was a cinematic match. Uh, Sting wins with the Scorpion Death Drop. What did you guys think, and what score did you give it? I'm going to start with my biggest criticism of the this. The biggest criticism is the obvious one. Yeah. Why do you have real-time commentary when the fight Awful. isn't in real-time? Awful. Oh, they're getting into the car and drive... Oh, they're there. Yeah, that's that's how cars work. Apparently, live, they couldn't hear the commentary. Uh, there was a guy who was watching it, and he said it was really cool without commentary. Yeah, I'd imagine um, so. And I kind of had to not listen to it, because the commentary sort of ruined it, because they had cinematic pacing. You know, you, you can't... You can't describe what's happening in a film like it's happening in real time. If I was to watch my favourite film, Big Trouble in Little China, I can't describe the point of them getting into the car and then pulling up at the traffic lights at the end like it's, you know, a speed. Piss me off. Anyway, it's really good. It was a really good, fun little World of Darkness fight. Um, it was a World of Darkness fight. It was. It? There were minions. I like yep. Sting and Darby sharing face paint. Uh, a bunch of great moments. Cage fucking... looked like a fucking Terminator. Oh, mate, Cage looked fucking immense. When he threw him through the door, when he carried yeah. him up the stairs in the vertical suplex. Uh, I really love the oil drum throw, uh, the tire throw. When Cage just hurled a tire at one of Sting's minions and he just flew off. Died. I, I was like, he's dead. Um, Lucha Underground, mate. <laughs> yeah. Opening, um, the actual getting the ring stuff with Ricky was really cool at the beginning and the end, which, you yeah, know, nice. Ricky and Sting obviously did a lot of work. There. You can see Sting's stuntman in a couple of clips. Yeah. But... Um, the uh, climb up the wall coffin, uh, the pillar coffin drop, I really like. That was really nice. Fucking hurl out the window, immense. Um, the baseball throw. Uh, terrible. <laughs> please, no. Um... Uh... I, I only have uh, two more criticisms, uh, really. Can I, can I just, yeah. while it's in my head, can I just state, yes, the baseball bat throw was shit, but in a cinematic match, it was awesome. No, no, because they could have done it better. <laughs> okay, uh, fair. As they fought up to that window, that bat, a bat should have just been used in the fight up in that arena when Darby was getting bodied by other people. The throwback, especially after Starks has just, like, tricked Sting. 
I don't know. It, I, it just threw me, and it was a bit too uh, marvelly. Yeah, a bit, bit too marvelly for me. Yeah. Also, the fact that um, Darby's huge coffin dropped through the floor looked like a, an elbow drop to me, but it was a wicked moment. I it was can't spot it. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was really good, but I don't feel it was great. Um, I've only written down a high B. It's arguably an A, but that could be because I'm sick of the story. Um, really good. Commentary killed it. <laughs> uh, what do you boys think before I rank it? I'm uh, I, I'm undecided. Great fun watching this because this was just a shitty fight. Not like the like a shitty fight in like a B movie. This was, and it was great. I loved Cage in this. He looked fucking great. He just looked like a fucking monster from a horror film walking through that scene. It was good. It was solid. It had a few silly bits, but knowing AEW's audience, it plays well to that. So yeah, I think it's a solid, solid high B, maybe A. I'm just glad. That's where I am. I'm just glad the story's over. <laughs> That's the main thing. I'm just happy that it's over and we don't have to see this again. What about you, Paul? You're so, our so representative c- goth c- and so crow fan. Cinematically, as, and specifically, so the commentary pushed it down for me. That is the thing that hurt it. Didn't need the commentary. Should have just had music quiet ominous music in the background you could have even changed up yeah you could have changed up uh they started off and the first thing the raptor turned around to me and went this is a boil fight boil height street fight and then i was completely sold um it felt like one of those old lucha underground segments the bit in the middle where people had suddenly pull out nunchucks and that's what i want from these this kind of cinematic match it was different it was different from a lot of the other cinematic matches um i thought it was really well filmed um it was nice and dark i didn't mind the baseball bat bit for the reason that i said because it's a superhero movie and when you've got sting in there it's a superhero movie and it was a yeah, it was a like superhero movie yes but yeah <laughs> that, that's fine and it didn't necessarily appeal to you uh, i do to like that major audience i yeah, do no. i do like a superhero movie yeah. and I, I i liked the baseball bat thing it was silly it was ridiculous it was totally thor getting his hammer it was totally marvel unfortunately the rest of cool. the, the rest of it um oh yeah well, it wasn't that cool but the rest of it was was supposed to be dark knight batman you know so it was a bit yeah, exactly. <laughs> um it was a bit of a take out um i enjoyed it i actually only gave it a b because the commentary ruined it so much for me fuck and it should i I probably should have given it yeah i we need the snyder cut yeah (laughs) we need the snyder cut can we we get a good director instead (laughs) (laughs) yeah right no that's fair but yeah we we need that i think we need we need the matt hardy cut yeah, yeah, yeah fair. I, you know where Matt goes right. This is what you should have done. Sound off. <laughs> yeah, and put some music on and have the the sound of the guys just beating each other up and it's sounding like a fight. You dr- in those yeah, just those enhanced sound. Yeah, and those bits with Cage and Darby Allen, you have the sound of the the punches and the out and the, and the cells. And yeah, then yeah. in the bits with Sting and Ricky, you can start bringing the music up back in because they have the storyline bits. I feel yeah in their bits, but yeah, so. 
as I say, I, I gave it a B because the commentary kind of because I get affected by commentary or lack of commentary. I downgraded it, and it's. I'm, I'm glad that you do. guys. I'm glad that you great. guys gave it the higher rating than me almost because I almost felt bad yeah. for doing it. <laughs> it was good, but it was just like I don't need Jr. coughing over this match, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and Taz and, and you watch yeah. a series of that. I'd watch a television series set like that. Like the fact that all of Team Taz were like in SWAT gear and stuff. Fucking cool. Uh, and Hook's in great shape. Yes. Doesn't he look? Doesn't he look like a fucking martial arts fighter from like Bloodsport or something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited exactly for that. what I'm happy for, but I don't need some aging commentators that can't keep up with this film trying to commentate it's, it's, and, over and also, they're not... With you. If they just had Excalibur and maybe Taz might have got away with it. I don't think Shivani and JR get it. it. They don't get it. And Taz should have been in it. You can't real-time a cinematic. Taz should have been like a penguin-style character just standing in the background like, oh, get them, boys, and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even even more. But anyway, so I I think overall we're giving it a B? Or are you guys going to... Yeah. Yeah, high B. It was good enough. Like, it was... It would have been top tier lucha do, do, do you know what? It gets a high B from me for one reason. It's the end of this fucking storyline. Right, anyway. So moving on. Um Don Callis joins the commentary team. Uh Mox versus Omega, the AEW Championship, barbed wire exploding death match. Kenny wins with the one winged angel for the match literally up to Kenny winning with the one winged angel what before that yeah go on. I really liked Kenny's shirt that he had made for this I thought oh, it was really cool? Cool. I want that shirt <laughs> I wanted that shirt until the end as well mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yes let's carry on uh, so yeah up I... until Ken... what did you think of the match what score did you give it I do have a a comment halfway through, which will uh, um, which will make me laugh. Uh, I quite enjoyed the fact we opened with Mox and the fact he couldn't open his hip flask and his dedication to an eater. He had to turn his back to the camera. That made me laugh. Cursed match, mate. Cursed match. Um, original music, Kenny. A, a lot of. Um, but this died solid, and there was a lot of really good avoidance work. We didn't get any of the uh, mini explosions for quite some time, and I, I appreciate that. Don't go straight to your punchline. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Kenny used pocket sand. A little shout out to Boom Hauer. That made me laugh. Um, it's Dale, but yes, that's amazing. Hey, pocket sand as a daily. Oh, yes. yeah, Boom Hauer's the one who can't speak. I've not yes. watched King of the Hill it's in like great. 20 years. I know. <laughs> um, and then we got the bin slam, which either gave Mox chance to blade or actually fucking cut him open. It was a... Uh, Bit hard, yeah, you know, a bit hard to tell on that one. And we actually started getting the rope stuff that was really cool about the barbed wire explosions, which was really cool. I like the fact they got water for their eyes to really sell it, yeah, you know, because it's just all if, if, if you watched it without selling it, it would just be off a rope. So, um, uh, yeah, good. Uh, we had a lot of Mox's great selling. As much as I can shit on him, he did a bunch of panicked stumbling around and such like as it went on. I really liked when he first got Kenny into the ropes and bounced him back and then did it again. That was wicked. I like how he broke a pin. Uh, broke a one-winged angel pin by taking the shock from the ropes. That's 
that's really good to protect your finisher and keep the match going. Really and just awesome. And it's costing you to break up the pin as well. Yeah, know? exactly. Just really good planning for an explosion yeah. match. And he got an exploding bat. He didn't quite get a Tam or a Maki or a Kagetsu grade exploding no. bat with the cable coming out of it. But still, I appreciate the exploding back. Uh, the one-winged angel through the chair for the, for, you know, for the finish was fucking cool. Yes. Then I've got these little comments because they commented that the timer was coming up and the music was playing. And they handcuffed him and they left and sort of thing. I was like, oh, is, there, is the match going to end without an explosion? Have they won? And then the commentary were like, oh, the ring will definitely explode no matter what happens. Don't worry, kids. When that timer runs out, oh, yeah. there'll be a big explosion. And I was like, oh, it's dragging a bit as they're handcuffing them. And oh, I can't wait for this ring to explode. <laughs> these are in my notes as it was happening. And we got the Kingston Redemption art, Butcher and the Blade, fucking getting him in, is diving over it. I'm fucking there. That is really cool. The conclusion of this Eddie self-hatred arc and most... Redemption uh, of him saving his mate. And that is where the match ended. <laughs> we have already discussed it. That is where the match ended. We are ending on a high note. And I think for the combined story, the moments, the butcher and the blade, um, a lot of really inventive things, I'd give it an A. I don't think it quite crossed the S with the actual like overall quality and ma how massive it. The, the story work at the very end w would have taken it to an S had the match of, I don't know, oh, just yeah. blown me a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Not putting the match down, still very good. A ranked shit we're talking here. Uh, yeah, that's that's where it would have drawn for me. Probably an A. I'm just story building this, taking Mox out, presumably, so he can go be with his missus. Good stuff. So, Muir, your your thoughts and scores? Not a huge fan of like death matches and hardcore stuff. I had to rewatch this because I was falling asleep by the time this had come on, so I rewatched it the other day. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's solid. If you like that sort of match, I can see it being really good. Like, I like the inventiveness of them avoiding the damage. Like, they were all, like, trying to not obviously touch any of the fucking ropes, because obviously. And I like that people were doing moves where they were hurting themselves to get the advantage, which I think is always good in a storytelling, like, I have to do this to get hurt to try and be able to defeat you sort of thing. I think it's a good way to build tension. And yeah, I really, really liked the Eddie bit. The Eddie bit would have been perfect. But yeah, anyway, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a low A for me, but it's not, I'm not the audience for these. I am hardcore, man. Yeah. I love this shit. This is my, you know. Yeah, it's area. your forte. So yeah, it was good. It was very good up till, you know. So um, I loved I loved the protection of the one winged angel, which I know you've already mentioned uh, again, pretty much. I, I, I can't add much more than you guys have added, uh, have said already, um, you know, the, the way they wrestled the match. I don't mind a hardcore match. You know, I, when I first got back into wrestling um, back in the Attitude Era, a thing called ECW was happening, and I've always been captivated with ECW. But ECW was always more than just hardcore matches. Uh, people forget New Jack, that. New Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. I have it down as um, well. We're not going to give the score. Okay, for the how, how I how I ranked it entirely. It was a B for the match and an S for the Eddie save. Um, Eddie coming out popped like hell for that it was so cool eddie coming out to save this friend and me and the raptor both popped like hell um as i say we've already discussed what happened afterwards it is a shame um i think i can upgrade it with that and forgetting the technical difficulty because it was a technical difficulty with something that is difficult at the time that yeah i think I, i can actually come on board and say for probably a low 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 A, same as Muir. Low A, but yeah, I can probably go for an yeah. A. Yeah, I still. It's it's not the match I enjoyed the most. I just think it's an A great match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly I think that. I agree. Yeah. Um. So with the power of science and um, maths, if you guys can't guess what the ranking of the show is, I, I, I can't help you. It's oh, a B. It's a B. <laughs> we got a fucking. Well, we had a good time. We had great wrestling, great stories, um, some really good highlights, and just some stuff that was just sort of there and dragged it down a bit. So overall, really good. But it just didn't cross that line into great that a lot of their pay per views have been. Yeah. That's the problem here. They're hung by their own success in this pay per view. Like. This pay-per-view, if it was just, you know, your standard WWE pay-per-view, would have been fucking great. But the issue is they put on show-stopping pay-per-views, and this one just wasn't show-stopping as much as, you know, they did very well. Technical issues, a few, like, unfamiliarities between the wrestlers, a couple of little, you know, a few things that just were overhyped and sort of flop, and it's just really good it's pay-per-view plus one um i can it's worth 20 quid or whatever it was it's 20 dollars for us so you know that's i think it was well worth that i could see some grumblings at 51 americans pay but just get a vpn boys come on get on the train (laughs) (laughs) vpn we don't have a sponsorship (laughs) (laughs) yes that's that's my theory on it I don't think it was bad. I just think we have such high expectations of AEW pay-per-views. This fell a little short. Yeah. Um, so, uh, personally, I think, um, watch the pay-per-view. Yes, if you've read the internet, you'll have seen all the backlash. Everyone concentrates on the negatives. They don't concentrate on the positives. Um, go Watch up until Eddie comes out to do that save and ah, throws himself over Mox. And then turn it off. No, don't don't turn it off. Have a YouTube video ready of the uh, alien spaceship from Independence Day. Yes. The White House. <laughs> <laughs> just just skip to that, and it will be great. Yeah. It's the worst thing. Always end on a high note, and they. Yeah. Didn't. Vince McMahon said, "What is it? The last thing they'll remember. The only thing they'll remember is the last thing so, that happens." Exactly, and that's all. And Christian. <laughs> I'm Makito. People have loved Maki on the internet. Yeah. That is that is the good thing. So there you have it. That is our review of AW Revolution. Um Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much for listening. I want to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. We are Wrestle Opinionated on Face, on Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor.fm. Over to you, Mr. Muir very much for listening it's been a great as always if you'd like to send anything in want to tell us what match you'd like us to watch or anything like that please feel free to send into wrestleopinionated at gmail.com wrestleop on facebook and wrestleop1 on twitter over to you strange
Once again, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate your time. If this is your first time listening to us because it's a pay-per-view one, do feel free to check out our last show of the week's episode where I talk about using a vibrator on an iguana. Uh, but yeah, oh, please like, like, share, <laughs> like, share, subscribe, pass this on. If this is your first time listening to us and you enjoy it, check some of our other stuff. We do it weekly. Thanks again. Over to you, Morg. Join the so- Ito Respect Army. <laughs> <laughs> All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.